Welcome to Breakthrough Millionaire, building wealth from the inside out. My name is Michael Kwan, along with my co-host, Marlon Smith. We're coming at you live from San Diego, California, and Charlotte, North Carolina. This is episode number 14, How to Navigate Uncertainty. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of Breakthrough Millionaire. We are so excited to come back to you today. And we've got Marlon joining us today. His smiling face is here again. You can't see it, but I can see it. And it's <laughs> awesome. We are going to get the YouTube channel up at some point soon. Yes, and then yes. you'll see the smiling face as well. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Having said that, today is a really present and timely episode because we're going to be talking about uncertainty today. And one of the things that is occurring right now, currently, present day, is the stock market is tanking. And Marlon, even actually, he's been so busy in his own life. You know, I know he doesn't watch the news, so I'm going to update Marlon a little bit in what's been going on lately. And this last week, right? Okay, everyone knows um, when we're recording this, the COVID-19 virus is spreading. It's been officially labeled a pandemic, meaning that it's affected more than 100 countries worldwide. And so, you know, there's a lot of misinformation out there. And there's also a lot of real information. And so trying to figure out the balance of what's true and what's not, and ultimately how it's going to affect you or I in our lives and our financial situation and our work situation. And so what do you do when you encounter a situation where there's uncertainty, where you you don't know who to listen to? You're getting experts that are like saying, you know, go to Costco and hoard everything for like months on end. And then you've got someone else saying, hey, you know, it's not that big of a deal you know, more people die from the flu every single year. And the interesting thing is that, you know, both of those statements are true to a certain extent, but you got to figure out for yourself how to educate yourself and understand how it affects you personally. So for example, it is true that COVID-19 is affecting numerous people. There's no, there's no doubt about that, right? And it's getting spread across, you know, many nations and it is affecting people, particularly the elderly and people with underlying conditions. So what's the message in that? The message is if you're in a situation where you are more exposed or could potentially have a bigger risk factor, the chances are that you should probably, you know, be a little bit more conservative with your travels, with your interactions with people and things of that nature. If you're younger, you also have to consider, okay, well, if I contract this, then how is it ultimately going to affect other people? You know, could I potentially infect uh, my parents? And so you need to just at least be aware of what the situation is, right? So that you can navigate and make the right choices for yourself, while at the same time, not getting sucked into a place of panic where you basically are paralyzed. Right. And, and so one thing that we're also seeing, this is also being reflected in the stock market. And so literally this morning, the stock market dropped so quickly that they had to trigger the fail safe. And what that is, is if the market's dropping so quickly, they do a 15 minute pause in the markets because it's in a straight free fall. And when it came back 15 minutes later, it continued to drop. So Whoa. the, the, I think the message with that is 
what is that telling us? The message with the stock market, for those of you that don't really follow some of the equity markets, is typically the stock market is projecting out what their anticipation is of the general economy at least a few months out. And so what they're saying is, hey, this virus is affecting major commerce-related businesses. It's affecting people on a day-to-day business. People aren't going out to eat as much. People aren't going traveling as much. The NBA just shut down big sporting events. You know, billions of dollars are now being redirected and essentially trillions of dollars likely at this point have already evaporated. And the reason why we're talking about this and the reason why it's important to talk about this uncertainty is because it's important for us to really educate ourselves and not be fearful in these situations where you feel like the market's just out of control. And I want you to know right, right here and now that there's actually people that are in a position that have prepared for this already. And present day, currently, we're in a situation of mass uncertainty. And Marlon, what are your thoughts in this, you know, now that I've kind of shared with you some more of what's happening, the market's dropped over 20% in the last, since the highs of the last month or two. And we're in official bear territory. You know, you've been through some of these market cycles before. Sure. There's going to be ups and downs in the market. And, you know, how do you handle these for yourself, Marlon? Do you look at the market? Do you just wait and be like, you know, it's not going to affect me because I know it's going to come back? Or, you know, do you have a different thought now that you're getting older? Do you shift things around? Well, you know, what are your general thoughts? Yeah, wow. Thank you, Michael. And thanks for just sharing. You know, I think, again, one of the things, you know, that we have to all realize is that information uh, is, you've heard this cliche, information is power. I'd like to say information is potential power. It becomes power when you take action, right? And so, you know, with what Michael has shared, you know, I think, wow, you know, there's a lot of different influences out here, okay? And remember, you know, uh, basically what you focus on becomes your reality. And so when we talk, talk about uncertainty, I think one of the things that we have to look at, you know, first of all, we can't put our head in the sand. You know, we have to say, okay, this is here, all right? What can I do? to um, first have security, right? Because, you know, when you talk about uh, um, with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? The first thing is security, right? The first, right? That's the foundation, right? You know, shelter, food, right? You know, water. And so that's the first, you know, security. And, but at the same time, you know, we also want to get to the higher levels of, you know, self-actualization, right? Where basically we're living our ideal. So the point is that when we hear about uncertainty, you know, one of the things that I've always been a firm believer in is that what happens on the outside is not as important as what's happening on the inside. Okay. You know, when you really look at it, yeah. I mean, you know, one time person said to me, said, you know, Marlon, you know, it doesn't matter what they call you. It matters what you respond to. And so when I say that is that, you know, still, you know, for me personally speaking, man, I mean, you know, yeah, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of things going on on the outside, but boom, I got to get centered. So I want us to understand from my perspective, okay, is that, you know, when there's uncertainty, there's anxiety, when there's stress, when there's confusion, I think that's an opportunity to get centered, get still. Okay. And I'm just talking to myself, right. You know, um, from the standpoint that, you know, I have a lot going on, but I said to myself, you know what, I still got to 
be true to me. I have to have that, that foundation. And so I went and got a massage earlier today and, you know, cause that's just something that's part of my, uh, what would you call it? Reju rejuvenation routine. Yeah. And so, you know, and then journaling and, you know, so I'm going to journal, you know, I haven't journaled uh, today. So I'm going to journal after this episode, you know, just to get centered, right? Because when I get centered, I come from a, a space of strength, right? And yeah, there's always going to be confusion. There's always going to be, you know, I mean, listen, come on, let's be honest. I mean, we live in a quote unquote negative society. All right. I mean, you know, I mean, let's just be call a thing a thing. I mean, you watch the six o'clock news, you know, most of it is negative. And then you go on social media, you know, it's, you know, people talking about other people. And, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just like this epidemic of, you know, just negativity. And so my point is that, you know, again, um, somebody said, you know, the enemy on the outside can do you no harm unless the enemy on the inside is in alignment. And so what I'm saying is that the first step is, you know, taking ownership of what, you, what is in your domain to control. And so that means our thoughts, right? That means, you know, my, my words. That means my actions. That's, the, that's what I control, right? I mean, I can't control what you call me. I can't control what's going on. I can't control the weather, right? And so, but what I can control is what's in me. And, 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 whoa, I mean, I'm talking to myself right now because I'm just thinking, you know, I got an email earlier that, again, try to take me out. But I just said, you know what? Boom. Hey, okay, that's this email. But I'm, I'm bigger. I'm stronger. I'm better than this. Are you with me? And so for me, you know, Breakthrough Millionaire and do it, you know, yeah, the, and, I, and I think I was transparent. I, I lost tens of thousands of dollars, you know, in the stock market. And so I can relate. Um, but what I did, I then said to myself, okay, I've got to do some things different, right? Because as you said earlier, everything's cyclical. You know, there's highs, there's lows, there's highs, there's lows. And I am now older, right? You know, when I lost so much money back in the day, um, you know, I was younger, I, you know, you know, newlywed, right? You know, you know, small kids, right? Now I'm older, you know, and it's like, okay, it's a different ball game. One of our interviews was, was with Shirley Liu, you know, this, this financial advisor guru who's just, you know, just really just out here making a positive difference. And I like what she said, you know, a hundred minus your age is the percentage that you should, um, potentially have in the stock market if you you know but also you've got to look at your reference but so basically the uh, the example she used michael was if you're 60 years old 60 or 100 minus 60 is 40 so you have you can you, if you so choose have 40 percent of your portfolio you know in the equity market right you know we're high risk high rewards right um but if you're 20 right? You're 20 years old, then you're 20 minus 100, right? You can have 80, 80% of your um, portfolio, you know, in stocks and whatnot. Um, so, you know, that's just something, that's just something as a benchmark. It's not saying it's an absolute because everyone is unique. Everyone's different. For me personally, Michael, you know, and, and the other thing that we have to talk about is, you know, the uncertainty. A lot of people don't talk about it because it's almost like just becomes a known or, you know, part of the norm. Um, is taxes. And so, you know, one of the things that, you know, really I am striving to help people understand is that, you know, we're, our tax, you know, we're expecting taxes to go up. So think about what that impact will be. You know, if it goes from 30% to 
you know, you know, are, are, are you in vehicles that, you know, like the Roth, right? You know, a Roth, you know, I mean, I have a lot of my money in Roth, right? Because I was like, I would like to, uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, eradicate that uncertainty about, you know, Congress or the Senate, you know, raising taxes. So now I can say, boom, yes, okay, you're right. I, I paid after tax dollars, I made an investment, but at least I have the security that I know, regardless of what Congress and Senate, they raise the taxes, my money is growing tax-free and I can pull it out tax-free. Does that make sense? So, you know, again, everyone has to look, but the thing is information. You've got to go ahead. That's why financiallyalert.com with Michael sharing. You want to, you know, you want to educate yourself. You want to, you know, and the other thing is, you know, I would suggest, you know, you know, do your own education. Um, if you can get a fiduciary financial advisor, that's what I would recommend versus a uh, suitor or suitable advisor. And again, you know, I'm not play, I'm not putting anybody down, but what I'm saying is fiduciary from my understanding is that by law, they have to do what's in the best interest as far as what advice they give you. And so, you know, that's who I want, you know, regardless of their personal gain, you know, that they're giving me the best advice for me, the client. Whereas a, uh, a suitable, you know, uh, financial advisor, right, or, or suitor uh, financial advisor has to give something that's suitable, you know, comparable, right? And so that's where it gets a little wishy-washy, right? Because, you know, they could maybe, you know, maybe there's one investment that they could recommend to you, but maybe they don't, they don't, that advisor doesn't get as much of a commission, right? And I, you know, again, I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from anybody, but you know, that's just something you gotta, at the end of the day, you know, we're all out here in this capitalist society, right? Gotta earn money and you know, and so it, it's suitable, <laughs> suitable, <laughs> right? But it's not maybe the best. So anyways, again, educate yourself. That's what we're really talking about. But you know, again, I think it's, it's just one of those things where, mm, you know, the seasons of life, Michael, right? I mean, you know, can we, can we go there? Yeah. yeah, I think the seasons of life is really, you know, I mean, think about it. Spring, right? Spring is when, yo, things are just, you know, blossoming, growing. It's like, woohoo, you know, summer, it's a party, right? Because, you know, the spring, things have come, the heat, the weather, you're flowing, right? And then what happens? Fall. Fall is when things start to slow down right? There's a change in season. And then winter, Ugh, death. <laughs> except, <laughs> except if you live in San Diego, like Michael, okay? There is no winter in San hey, Diego. it's raining, Marlon. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying is, you know, there's the four seasons of life, man. And, and, you know, think about it, you know, I mean, that's how life is, right? Sometimes it's the heyday, it's growth, it's overflowing. Other times it's slower. And I think the more you can, you know, the ebbs and flow of life, the more that you can flow with it, yo, you know, this is just a season. You know, I'm in a season right now. I had somebody tell me, they said, Marlon, with all that you've gone through, man, this will, this will be a blip, you know, in a few years. And then another friend, I told that to another friend, they were like, well, why wait for a few years, Marlon? Change your mindset now. It's a blip now, right? I mean, you know, so it's perspective. And so, again, about the uncertainty, I just want all of our listeners to remember is that you take control, you take power. You know, yeah, there's always going to be stuff on the outside, but yet you are the one, whoo, I'm talking to myself, are the one that's in charge. And, and that's how we have to come at this, you know, like, yo, okay, I, 
I, I assume responsibility. I, I take responsibility. I'm able to respond. And so that's what I would say, Michael, you know, for our, our listeners. Yeah, I mean, I get it. And, and I've, you know, like I said, I lost tens of thousands of dollars in the stock market. And for the, I mean, I'm sure many of our listeners all have, are experiencing that right now. And so the thing is, the question I always ask myself when I'm going through some challenges or things that might feel a little uncomfortable is I ask myself, what can I learn from this? Woo, what can I learn from this? You know, and, and that's to me, that's, that's the most, one of the most powerful questions you can ask yourself. Okay. Because there's no such thing as failure as long as, as, as long as you've grown, as long as you've learned a lesson. Think about what I just said. Yeah. Things don't go the way you want. Okay, I get it. But if you can learn something from that, have you really lost? Right? I mean, have you really lost? And so that for me, you know, what I did was I said, okay, I need to, you know, put my, uh, invest my money in some um, investment vehicles, right? That are not uh, so um, volatile, you know, with the market. And that's what I did. And, and so I'm very happy, you know, there's something called index products and so on and so forth. But yeah, so that's, personally, you know, my learning from before. And, and I, you know, and I, and I don't beat myself up, you know, and for, for our listeners, I want you also, and I'll, you know, turn it back over to Michael, but please don't, don't beat yourself up. You know, I, you know, Michael just said, wow, 20%, you know, um, and people say correction. I, you know, listen, if you knew better, you do better. But here's the thing. Now that we've experienced this and you see how volatile, I mean, I mean, what did you do? I mean, really think about it. You saved your money, you invested, and then now some, you know, Corona, you know, you know, pandemic, as Michael said, I mean, that's out of your control. So now the question is, okay, how, because things happen, life happens. I mean, I hope our listeners are understanding, you know, we live in a global marketplace where one trigger over here, there's a domino effect. It affects other places, including your household, right? And so the question is, you need to really educate yourself and say, okay, right, how do I, you know, at least safeguard that foundation? You know, again, I'm not here to say put all your eggs in one basket, but what I'm here to say is make sure you are really looking at things from the perspective of, okay, let me safeguard. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say, you know, I get all long winded. I just love this. Uh, but, you know, I, I've never, I went to Las Vegas with some high school buddies. Right. And uh, I had never played. Um, okay. Blackjack. I know. Da, da, da. Poker. No, it wasn't poker. Craps. Okay. That's okay. Look, look, Michael's like, yeah, that's what I play, Marlon. You know, <laughs> with my cigar, my, in my, I hear you, Mike. I got you, buddy. Okay. Craps. What a, what a game. What a title. But anyways, so my friends went and, um, and, and it was wild, man. I guess I had a hot hand, right? Right? And so I'm rolling and my friends are winning. I'm winning, you know, I'm just learning, boom, boom, boom. People who, strangers, because I'm rolling, I, you know, I'm just rolling, they, um, they start giving me tips, right? People who I'm playing, <laughs> right? Because I got a hot hand, I'm winning money for them. But then what was so wild was I'm winning money, winning, and what the, uh, the house did, you know, this particular casino, they would switch to dealers, right? I, and it was amazing. Like, I guess trying to break my energy, right? I mean, because I was flowing, right? And, you know, first person, the first dealer, you know, we had great, you know, I mean, we were flowing. I was having fun. They bring out this other dealer 
who was like real cold, right? I'm trying to establish rapport, have fun. I mean, he like said nothing else to me, right? I mean, it was like, you know, I, it's almost like, I don't like you either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so, so, you know, but my point is this, I had, you know, maybe I started off with a hundred dollars, right? Maybe I got to let's say $800, right? And if I was smart, I would have said, okay, let me take my hundred dollars off the table. You with me? We're taking my hundred off and play with the house seven hundred. So I, you know, I you guys kind of can already know where this story going. I didn't do that. I just kept on playing, and that's why these casinos they make so much money because they know, you know, the arithmetic or not even arithmetic. They know the, uh, um, you know, they they know the statistics and the probability. Right? They're gonna win over time. Right? And so sure enough, you know, it went up to 800, next thing you know, 500, 300, 200, 50 cents. <laughs> and so I was out, right? So my point is my learning, my learning, okay? Next time, if I'm playing with 100, boom, I get up to 200, I'm gonna take my 100 off, put it in my pocket. So now I'm just playing with the house money, you know, play money, monopoly money, right? And so that's how I really look at this, you know, um, you know, Think about what is your threshold, right? And put that money in something that's more safe, okay? You know, I mean, that to me is what we're talking about, you know? And something I learned of is something called an IUL, Index Universal Life. And so, boom, I'm safeguarding some of my money in that, you know? It's just about hedging, you know, you know protection. So that's my learning, Michael. I think this situation for our, our listeners, you know, okay, just ask yourself, okay, what can I learn from this? What can I do better? And then boom, move forward. Fantastic. Thank you, Marlon, for always bringing the inspirational insights and the wisdom because it's so, you brought forth so many great things. So let me, let me just highlight a couple of them for our listeners because it's important for them to hear this. So going back, you talked about when you're in that place of uncertainty, getting in that place of centeredness. Yes. That's where I think you can make the wise decisions. Right. When you're centered and you understand your own situation, you understand your own story, and you understand your own motivation and purpose, then it doesn't matter what the noise is. There's always going to be noise. Sometimes it'll be noisier than not. It's pretty noisy right now. <laughs> but, if you, but if you can still center yourself, then you can place yourself in the situation that best serves your goals. And so... You know, one thing that Marlon said that's that's interesting, you know, about the craps table, right? And how do you ultimately balance, right, the the investment versus, you know, how much you're taking off the table? And there's different ways of doing that. And so Breakthrough Millionaire, of course, we're talking about mindset, but we're also talking about finances. And so Marlon talked about, you know, how he uses IULs as one of his strategies to hedge against great market disruptions like we're having currently. And, you know, one other thing that, you know, I'll share with you guys is for myself, I've diversified into real estate. So, you know, there's a pretty good chunk, probably over half of my, um, you know, overall net worth that's in real estate. And for the time being, that's not affected by equities and the stock, you know, rental income still comes in every single month and I don't have to worry about it fluctuating with the, with equities. Having said that, you know, I still have some inequities and it's not fun to look at, you know, the drops in the market, you know, poof, there was a hundred grand that just like disappeared in the last week. 
but it doesn't really matter because it's not a loss until you sell it off. And I'm not planning on selling it off. I've got a number of different cycles um, as you get older. And for those of you that are you know, older with me and Marlon, you've seen cycles happen before. You've seen 9-11 hit. And every time it seems like, oh my goodness, the world is falling and this time it's different. And then we entered into the uh, 2008 financial crisis and it's like, oh my goodness, the entire financial system's in meltdown. This time it's different. And what I want you to know is it's actually never different. This is a very predictable path of the markets and whether it's COVID-19, whatever it is, I just want you to understand that if you're in this for the long haul and you can sustain that, that time in the market, you're going to be fine. If, however, you need the money present day, then like Marlon said, maybe you need to reposition yourself so that you're in a position where you're not affected as much by the market, something more conservative, um, something that's, you know, more bonds and, and treasury notes and things that are, you know, not going to give you that bigger return over the long haul, but they're very safe. And you know, you're going to be able to get that cash out when you need it. So again, it's very personal, you know, they wouldn't call it personal finance if it wasn't personal, right? But wow. everyone's situation is different. And what Marlon is saying is that you have to get yourself educated. You have to get yourself centered, get yourself educated, and then take action accordingly. And again, we're here to tell you that there's a balance, right? Certainty is that first base level. But guess what? You could walk outside today and get hit by a bus, hit by a car, an asteroid could literally fall out of the sky and strike you down. And you can't, you can't account for everything. So you have to learn to balance these different things. You wouldn't drive a car unless you're willing to assume the risk of getting into a potential accident or getting injured in that process. So you have to kind of mitigate these things within your life so that you can move forward. Life is here to be lived. It's, it's here to be, to, to serve and to give and to have joy, I believe. And, and so again, like Marlon was saying, you know, balance and centering yourself and then ultimately learning from our mistakes. Don't beat yourself up when you make those mistakes, learn from them. And I will tell you like, like Marlon, I mean, I lost, I lost a bunch of money too. In the first, in the first crash, my first crash that I ever went through, I was like, Oh my gosh, the world's imploding. I sold off all my stuff at the worst possible time. Right. <laughs> and then I bought back in at the worst possible time. But it's okay because in the next cycle down, I actually did the opposite. I bought in the downturn and I got those returns back and I got more. And so you learn from those different things. And the final thing is we keep talking about perspective, all right? Some of you are literally going to be affected by this COVID-19 thing. That means you're not going to be going into work anymore. You might be telecommuting. Some of you might be having to get subsidies from the government. And what I want you to really understand is that, again, we can't control some of these external influences. But I will tell you that the people that thrive in these situations are thinking differently. They're thinking, okay, I can't control the situation, but what if I start an online business that can serve people in a virtual way? What if I can serve people that aren't being serviced now because they're stuck at home? And those people that are thinking differently have the same exact external influences, external things happening to them, except their mindset is different and they're going to be able to not only profit, but serve other people in that respect and in that manner. So what I want you to do is to think about how can I expand my mindset? How can I ultimately serve other people despite my circumstances? Or how can I even use these circumstances to shift things around and make it better for, you know, for everyone? So yeah, 
Marlon, this has been, you know, another phenomenal episode, I believe, because, you know, we really get to the heart of uncertainty. When it gets really noisy and you're just shattered and scared, slow down, mm. center yourself, take that time to really understand what's truly important. And, and you'll find peace in that. Not only will you find peace, but you'll find the right path. So Marlon, I'll let you close this out, but, you, you know, thank you so much for bringing the the stories and the inspiration and, uh, and the smiles as always. No, I appreciate that, Michael. And, you know, I think as Michael said, you know, there's power in getting centered. And one of the things that I would encourage us all to do is journal. Mm. Uh, I just, I, you know, I know a lot of people, oh, I don't like to write, but I'm telling you, even if you, you know, in, in your notes, in your cell phone, you know, I mean, we all get these cell phones, smartphones, you know, just even if you were to go in the notes section, that's what I do. And I just, you know, I, I journal. Um, and one of the things that for those of you that might not be used to journaling, um, here are three questions you could consider doing every day before you go to bed. Uh, question number one, what was great about today? Uh, question number two, what did I learn today? And question number three, what did I do today to move forward to achieving my goals or being my best? Um, by answering those three questions on a daily basis, it's going to get you centered. Um, and you know, number one, what was great about today? There's something that was great. I didn't say what was good. I said, what was great? There's something that was great about today. Uh, number two, what did I learn today? You know, either we're learning or we're dying. Right. And so to really think about it from, okay, what did I learn today? Number three, what did I do today to move closer to fulfilling my dreams or achieving my goals? I love that because you're moving, you're moving forward progress. Right. You may not be where you want to be, but thank God you're not where you used to be. Right. And so that's a powerful question because it allows you to start thinking like, man, you know, inch by inch, anything is a cinch. And so when there's progress and I can focus on it, boom. So the reason why I'm saying journal, write it down is it allows you it's a whole different level of depth from thinking something to writing something. I, it just takes another level of commitment. And I think you have more epiphanies, uh, revelations, insights, breakthroughs when you write it down. Um, because now you're engaging on a, you know, another level because thoughts, whew, they just, whoo, doo, 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 they're flying by. But when you write, you, you have to go deep to make a sentence. You've got to really think. And so that's what I wanted to share, you know, in this, you know, time of, when there's uncertainty and yeah, we got the, you know, the stock market and, and, you know, just this, you know, pandemic that's happening. Um, but at the same time, there's also the uncertainty, as Michael said, you know, driving a car and, and, but there's also uncertainty just in our own family lives. You know, every single day, the one constant in life is change. There's always change. And, and, you know, I was driving and took my kids to school this morning and, you know, it was backed up, you know, traffic on the highway. And um, sure enough, there was a car accident. And I thought about it, you know, um, you know, I'm sure those drivers, when they woke up this morning, they weren't thinking they were going to, you know, be in a car accident. And it was, it was a pretty bad one. And, and so what I'm sharing is that life happens, you know, it does. But the thing is, is again, what happens on the outside is not as important is what happens on the inside. Love that. And you know, you really think about it, right? Something good or bad, it's all relative, 
right? It's all relative. I mean, you know, in many of our examples, I mean, I'm thinking about some of the other people we've interviewed over the, over the, you know, these last few months, Michael. And, you know, if you really think about it, a lot of them, you know, were knocked down. A lot of them had challenges. You know, I remember your, your friend, you know, that, um, you know, was just, you know, doing all these different jobs, all these different, and remember he got, I think he had an issue at his own job, right? You know, and, and that was the spark that allowed him to start his own business. Right. And he's doing very well. And then, you know, we interviewed Shirley Liu, whose husband passed away unexpected. And and, you know, she has three kids, no life insurance. So, you know, she had to start, you know, from from ground zero. But look at what her, she's doing now. You know, a phenomenal financial expert, multimillionaire traveling the world, speaking and and educating folks. And and so it just shows you that. Wow. Again. That's a prime example of whatever happens on the outside is not as important as what happens on the inside. And so I wanted to share that because I think journaling, I, you know, again, give yourself that gift. And maybe you, you know, you title, if it's a notebook or if it's a journal or if it's your smart, you know, smartphone in the note section, you know, maybe you call it breakthrough millionaire journal and just, you know, what, you know, ideas. And, 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 and that's the other thing I want to say, in addition to those three questions, what was great about today? What did I learn today? What did I do today? Move closer to fulfilling my dreams, my goals. The other thing is you might want to have another little, you know, I have like the little small notepad, right? You know, that fits in my pocket. And when I get those ideas, you know, uh, uh, you know, breakthrough millionaire idea, you know, just to jot it down. I don't know about you, but I can never remember my dreams, right? And, and you know, and sometimes I get these epiphanies even throughout the day, like, oh man, this is a great idea. But if I don't jot it down, if I don't write it down right then, man, it's gone. It's gone. And so, you know, my friend, Dr. Dennis Kimbrough, who we interviewed some time ago, I remember him saying that, you know, the average person gets between, I think, three and seven multi-million dollar ideas a year. You know, and so it's just one of those things. You got to capture it and then you got to take action. Right. But anyway, so I just wanted to share that. I, I, I think that's one way to help slow it down. The other thing is, uh, I was watching uh, uh, my son and I. We were, I said, "Hey man, you want to watch this?" And, and so it was some Rocky clips, you know. And my son's never, you know, Corey's he'll be ten in a few weeks. And um, I said, "You want to watch this, man?" And he's like, "Yeah, okay." And so we're watching these little clips. I say, "Man, you want to watch some of the movies?" Like, "Yeah, okay, that'd be cool." You know, he's never. I mean, I grew up watching Rocky, right? And you know, so whenever I hit don 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 don, I mean, I like go into it. I'm ready to do some push-ups. You know what I'm saying? You know. But the reason I'm bringing that up is because music is another anchor for allowing you to be your best, right? You know, many people. You know, I do my programs. You know, I like the Eminem's. I think it's lose yourself or loose yourself, you know, and then, you know, you got one more move. I mean, that's my thing, man. And I just, I mean, I get into a zone, right? And so I have different songs, you know, Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror, right? You know, Mariah Carey, Hero. You know, these are songs that basically when I hear them, I get centered, I get, boom, I remember the truth about me. So that would be the other thing I would encourage you to consider, you know, what is your songs? What is, what's, you know, those, those, those songs that really put you in the right state. And many times I'll just close and just listen. So, you know, that's, that's another strategy. Cause again, with breakthrough millionaire, you know, we, we, 
you know, we, we, yeah, we, we interview people, we share stories, we, we're very present, you know, as we're talking about this particular subject right now. And we also share strategies because I think that's the key. I think that's the key. And, you know, one of the things that both Michael and I believe in is you model success. So if you find somebody else doing it, you know, okay, what are they doing? What distinctions are they making? What are their strategies? And let me emulate their strategies. Let me model them, right? And so that to me is, is the key. So I hope that this has been a phenomenal um, opportunity for you to reflect uh, and, and realize that, yeah, uncertainty there will be in life uh, and change is the one constant that <laughs> we absolutely know. So it's not a matter of, you know, will things change? No, they will absolutely change. It's a matter of how will you deal with it? And so today's show is all about just really looking at, you know, that inner conversation and being able to come from a space of truth. There's greatness within you. And I, I just don't say that flippantly. Live with purpose because you deserve the best. Stay blessed.